0: When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode.
1: Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps coded universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
0: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure. With features like available H-track, all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
2: Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Quirlebeck, and we are together in person. Woo-hoo. I just
3: backed up. That was pretty loud.
2: <laughs> We're in Phoenix for the Super Bowl. You guys can probably hear me from, like, Scottsdale, Tucson.
4: <laughs> Which we realize is very far
3: away. Scottsdale? Scottsdale, yeah. yeah. it's like a good 20 minutes.
2: Phoenix, the Super Bowl's in Glendale, and then all the restaurants and bars are in Scottsdale. Like, this city, it's like, it's not, like, nothing in Phoenix is in Phoenix.
3: Except <laughs> except the Suns and the Diamondbacks, which have no relevance for this I, week.
2: <laughs> We're right there. The whole thing's been really odd. I'm learning a lot about um, geography. We're doing a few episodes this week. They're all really fun. Today's show is incredible. We don't have guests very often. But we have the two guys who wrote the Burger King commercial. Whopper, whopper, Whopper,
4: Whopper, Whopper. Double, so we've, what is it? Double, double bacon. Double, double bacon junior, junior,
2: triple Whopper. <laughs>
3: yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: what's the mozzarella line I always marinara
3: mozzarella
2: (laughs) that's the extended edition
3: isn't there a part where it's like just five bucks in time (laughs) there's that too right? it's like at
2: BK. yeah so anyway
3: so we get all into that at the end it's great Mm -hmm. we
2: found those guys we are bringing them to justice so (laughs) no worries Um, okay so we're gonna put that at the end of the show although honestly we probably should have led with it because 25 years from now you're gonna remember the Super Bowl probably not but you'll know the Whopper song so
3: (laughs) it'll still be playing exactly (laughs)
2: But we're just going to do a bunch of awards based on vibes going into the weekend. Uh, shameless plug for social first. Uh, DK's at Danny B. Kelly everywhere. Craig is at Craig Carole back on Twitter. And my Twitter's Danny underscore Heifetz. My Instagram's at Danny Heifetz. Should put that in the episode description so people don't dispel those things.
3: The Twitter's already in the... They, they have been in every single one since the beginning <laughs> of the show.
2: Great. It's just reminding
3: people. <laughs> all
2: right. Super Bowl.
3: I get no respect. <laughs>
2: Okay, I want to start with the Super Bowl because I feel like if like there was like, the road to the Super Bowl, it's like if there, if there was a road, the Eagles had like their nice little 10-15 like, minute commute with no traffic, and the Chiefs, I feel like, took the Mad Max highway to get to this game.
3: Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Eagles, meanwhile, like have played Daniel Jones twice in the last three weeks. They played Josh Johnson on the Niners. <laughs> Josh Johnson, the fourth stringer,
2: fourth string quarterback for the 49ers, man, just brutal. Can I I, can I feel I, like it's the easiest path ever, like any team. I was trying to figure it out. I didn't go through all of NFL history, but the only comparison I even found was the Patriots had to go. Remember, they had to go through like the Brock Osweiler Texans, and then like the Steelers. But it's like if the Steelers Ben Roethlisberger, and then his backup got hurt, and they had no plan.
3: Yeah, Sal did this on Bills Pod, but if people didn't listen to that, I want to do it again. Since Week Seven, the hero of the quarterbacks that the Eagles have played. All right, Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, or whoever was starting for the Texans that week, uh, Taylor Heineke, Matt Ryan. Aaron Rodgers, and they let up 33 points in that game. Ryan Tannehill, or actually, it might have been Malik Willis at that time. Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, and they let up 40 points to him. Uh, Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Josh Johnson, Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I think... They played Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the only two good quarterbacks they played, and each time they let up over 30. Tannehill did play
2: in that game. Is it crazy that Do we have to do a fraud watch presented by FTX for the Eagles who have lost literally one game with Jalen Hurts? We're like, are are they good? It's this weird thing where
3: they've like they have no they're they're so good (laughs) they've been winning so much that it's like almost a demerit now.
4: (laughs) This is the most insane conversation. You're putting the Eagles on fraud watch. They legitimately have the best roster in the NFL by like (laughs) a lot. They have the most depth on the offensive and defensive lines, which I think, generally speaking, people believe are important spots on a football team <laughs> okay. they have Generally. elite receivers they have very good corners they've got a very good quarterback who was like an in the mvp conversation before he got hurt they have the an elite run game all of these things are like what people talk about constantly and when it comes to like playoff football and we're just like
2: ah. but but Maybe here's the thing. here's the problem but, but the good. problem is they've been winning in all of their games all the time so, like, They've is never that been actually behind. good? Yeah, it's like, so is that actually a good thing? What happens if, what if they, they get fall behind? It's a fair we don't question. Know. We don't know. It's the dumbest possible analysis, but it's also like, but what if they do fall behind?
3: Saying, but they haven't played anybody is, like, one of the oldest criticisms in yeah. sports
2: history, right? Like,
3: there's <laughs> always, like, every year it's like Gonzaga is the number one in March Madness. And like, yeah, but they're in the they're in the whack. You know what I mean? Like, they Dude, don't play anybody.
2: Yeah. Maximus was winning in the Coliseum, and people were like, but who did he even fight? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who did he fight to get there? i don't know well don't you know. said you said um last night we were, we were told the bar you were like the chiefs are like that guy who waited like two hours to get into the cool club and the eagles are like this really hot girl who just kind of waltzed to the just front just of goes, the line
3: get in like, <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Come on in. just moved a little velvet cord That's yeah. All. yeah i i i do want to say that like it, it's not just us though like it's have you so i texted you guys uh, what Brandon Ayuk, the 49ers receiver, said. Yeah. About, did you guys actually read what he said?
4: He's just hating. He's hating hard. He wants the Eagles, essentially, to get exposed. He believes that they will get exposed by the Chiefs.
2: Thank he you said for opening he, my text. I feel like Craig doesn't. Yeah. I, was I, read,
4: I read the article. I was doing stuff. He said something along the lines of, I'm not a betting man, but if I was... I would put all my money on the cheap. Yeah, he
2: literally, well, first of all, he was like, it was the (laughs) interview. But
3: I'm not, Roger. To be clear. All right. To be clear.
2: The interview was incredible because Brandon, you kept saying, look, look, I'm not trying to disrespect the Eagles and then just like disrespected the Eagles like four times. And like, he just literally, so this is a quote. Honestly, it doesn't sound real. The quote he was saying, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, hypothetically speaking. Calvin Ridley. If I were to, (laughs) if I were to bet on this game, He's, quote, I would take everything that I own, get it in cash, and put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs.
4: (laughs) Get it in cash. And
2: then he's like, like I said, I'm not going to talk about Philly. But (laughs) I got the Chiefs.
3: Do you think if the Niners game didn't happen, we'd be, like, completely looking at them differently? Like, was it them kind of laying an egg against Josh Johnson in, like, four snaps of Brock Purdy and then really not... Coming away with a commanding victory is why we're a little bit hesitant to like, well, pencil them in as an easy
2: favorite. It's a weird game. It was commanding and then and it, it wasn't, also wasn't. Though? The 49ers defense like mentally unraveled when they realized they did not have a quarterback that could throw the ball. And like they just started making the mistakes to so the final score. But like honestly, dude, there was that moment when I thought Josh Johnson was like actually going to give them the lead.
3: Yeah. Well, he, he marched down, and it was 14 7 at one point and it was. Yeah. Like, Oh, this like might actually be something. Jalen Hurts didn't do anything. He still has not been throwing the ball while he's not running. He's- I think
4: that's that's the real thing here. Is like. I think the confidence level in hurts because everywhere else, the Eagles are good. Like they set a new record for sacks. They're just ridiculously well, good on the defensive
2: line. Because they were all w- always ahead though. But again, it feels so stupid to be like, well, they only had the this highest a, sack rate of the, the 21st century because they were winning all their well, games. Was, what, the, the their last
3: four games where they played Davis Webb on the Giants. Know. They played Josh Johnson. Come on.
2: That's the thing. So it's like, it's so weird because it's, it it does, as Craig said, like it gets to the heart of like an, uh, two, th- two things that are true. It's like you can only play who's on your schedule and the Eagles schedule sucked. And we got to figure that out. And generally speaking, here's the thing: when your schedule sucks, the reason that people are down in the Vikings was that the Vikings had a, like a fine schedule and like barely beat these teams. Huh. The Eagles played bad teams and They're murdered like crushing, them. Them. crushing, crushing them like like just absolutely grinding them into dust.
4: Yeah, well, and like well, the Chiefs
3: haven't covered <laughs> like, in like ten weeks,
4: right? But the Chiefs just fuck around for the entire game and
3: then win in the fourth quarter. They, they like, fuck around and don't find out. You can like good, <laughs> right. good PR, you spin that, <laughs> right. and you're like. Well, that means they win close games. Like they're playing good teams. Boom. They're eking them out. And then you're like, oh, the Eagles cover every single game they play. And it's like, oh, it's because they don't play anybody. What
4: happens, if, <laughs> what happens if they have a little like adversity? What what then? Well, here's what I was gonna say though, is like the Hertz thing is the biggest variable. I think because Hertz hasn't been playing all that well since he got hurt. You know, if you look at his passing charts, it's really all really short, right around the line of scrimmage. He's not connecting on many deep passes at all. Um, they're very much just hiding him in their offense, yeah. which they can well, do well, when they're playing really bad. But even
2: this, I don't know what to do with because uh, so you're totally right. So hurts he got he sprained his throwing shoulder mm-hmm. in week 15 against the Bears, which it's not under told, but it's almost under discussed just because they haven't had to do anything since he came back. Right. Like they played the Giants, the you know the Giants they scored seven points, the freaking yeah. Niners scored seven points. It's like they haven't had to throw deep or throw that much. Having said that, Jalen Hurts has not had his deep ball since he got hurt and like literally if you include like so first of all a funny story when he like got hurt um i, I think you weren't on this pod craig but the he, jalen hurts is on the ground and jordan my of the eagles left tackle comes up to him and is like jalen stay down and hurts looks at him and is like pick me the fuck up and jordan my is like yes sir and like pulls him up and he stays in was the game was that during an
3: applebee's commercial
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Never how does it go again
3: Stop me up. <laughs> How does it go again? Rolling Stones. I just wanted your, you to do it. Man cry?
2: Well, I'm tone <laughs> deaf. Which <laughs> never
3: stop.
2: Oh my Pick God. me up. So, oh, that's the new one. Pick me up. But <laughs> anyway, but I count, so since that literal moment, so including Pick that game mm-hmm. after that, Jalen Hurts is four of thirteen. Passing? Like, yeah, four on deep on, shots. On deep shots. Oh, okay. So throws like basically 20 yards down the face, four of mm-hmm. thirteen. But the interesting, so like we have shout out true media, which can kind of categorize the throws. They they count overthrows, which isn't like exactly perfect, but it's a good guy. Like overthrows. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts had six overthrows coming into the game. Like six on Instead the entire the game season. He got hurt, yep. On deep passes. Yeah. Okay. He gets hurt. And then the first like deep shot he tries afterward, he completely underthrows it. And yeah. then after that, he's had another six deep overthrows. So he had six overthrows in the entire season, hurts his shoulder, and then he has six in like three games since then. The point being like he's doing like he's overcompensating. I just don't think right. he has the
3: touch. I have an overly, overly simplified, perhaps stupid question.
2: He had two weeks off. Right.
3: I know. How yeah. do you factor that into like people healing? Oh, that's Mahomes, easy. His that's- ankle. Jalen hurts his
2: shoulder. Oh, that's super easy. Okay. I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, I have no idea. My answer is going to be we can't.
2: Like, I have no idea. <laughs>
3: I just, do we think about that right. enough? Like, I feel like we're, we just think like, about it as a Here's the if answer, one, Craig. Like not two. 12.
2: I think 12. it's better for Mahomes' ankle. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's better for Mahomes' ankle because, like, Mahomes, the, the first of all, the high ankle. I know, like, Bill and Sal have talked about the high ankle. It's like it, it, the high ankle sprain is like awful for like explosive athletes, like receivers and running backs Change and stuff. Directions. Yeah, it's like offensive linemen quarterbacks, where you don't have to be as explosive. It's not as big of a deal. And, like, we saw Mahomes. Also, one because he seems like a psychopath, and he just when he needs to run, he just kind of will briefly pretend his ankle's not sprained.
4: Yeah. Did you see that on that run that I was talking about where he got shoved out of bounds late? Yeah. I mentioned this like that's the fastest I've ever seen him run. Yeah. I think he yeah. was like over twenty miles an hour. It was like the, one of the fastest runs of his uh, of the season. He just like dug deep and just well, got on his horse and ran. Stephen
2: Ruiz is well. Your joke is that Mahomes always runs like he has a beer in his hand. I feel like he, he runs does. like Pablo Escobar walks, and Stephen Ruiz always says that pa- Patrick Mahomes runs. Like exactly Pablo like, like
5: yeah, he does though. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like the weird,
3: like the so bow-legged. Like oh he does God. though. Narcos, like that. He has a beer in his hand. It's like <laughs> where you like have the egg race, where you have the egg in a spoon. Yeah, and it can't I just fall off. It's, the, the specific
4: picture I is Pablo Escobar holding a beer, holding a beer, <laughs> trying to get a foul ball at a stadium, like running towards <laughs> a foul ball. Like like the dad. That's how he runs.
2: Oh, it's so yeah. true though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, I think that. The obvious thing with Mahomes is he will that was him with one week off, one week removed from the injury. Mm-hmm. And now he's gonna be two weeks. He will look better than he looked last week when when he needed to, he could run 20 miles an hour.
3: Yeah. And I just s- like that Mahomes from the waist up is healthy and right.
4: hurts ain't. I mean, yeah. and, and Mahomes can make every throw just with its arm. Like that's he that's always been sort of his ma- like magic power or whatever, his superpower is his arm talent, his arm strength, his ability to like torque. When, it's, the, when his when his lower body is not like in sync with his torque. upper body,
2: the yeah. best throw in my for my money, in the history. I, I don't
4: actually know what torque
2: is. Like torque? Oh, it's just the define word. Define torque. It's a great mix of it makes you sound <laughs> manly and smart, which is like
4: like. Can you tell me what torque? Like, what's the, what's the, uh, I think of like an uh, F 150? Yeah, he, yeah,
3: it's,
2: it's Dennis Leary.
4: It's just like, you know, how,
3: like how much, how hard they can pull <laughs> shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. While we're here, what the fuck is a horsepower? <laughs> what is that even measured
3: in? Yeah. Uh, oh, like how do they measure it now?
2: I'm just thinking Dennis Leary,
3: 200 horsepower, all that torque. And I'm like, I
4: don't. Yeah, like uh, jets have like 36,000 horsepower. Like, what are we supposed to do with this information? We can't even fly. As, as if
3: 36,000 horses were pulling that <laughs> jet. <laughs> it's,
2: anyway, um, it's weird because. The the Hertz stuff is unknowable. But at some point, I, I also think it's worth remembering. Like, this, speaking of unknowable, we're get basically probably unanswerable questions at this point. But I think Hurts' injury is more likely to like get it could get tweaked at any point in the game and like become worse. But until that point, I think he'll look more mobile than we've seen him since the Jags game. But back to the Eagles, Wait, real you quick. Say,
4: you say Mahomes or Hurts?
2: I think Mah- Mahomes. I, I'm more sorry. I am less concerned about Mahomes' ankle than mm. I am about Hertz's shoulder. Being for this game, but I think Mahomes' ankle is at a higher risk of like being aggravated by one weird play. Yeah, we saw him.
4: We saw him like limp. He like was wincing really bad because he stepped on it weird, and then he was just like hobbling around. But it doesn't seem to affect him that much. And that's because
2: he like Neo Matrix decided to roll left and throw across his entire body body while he was like in the air. I have
3: a weird theory that human beings are better when they're injured, like at certain things. (laughs) The adrenaline takes over. The Ben Roethlisberger theory. I think it's because it's almost like they know now they have a built-in excuse, or they have nothing to lose, or now they've be, they've like built in this like underdog aspect of of their performance. That when they are hurt, it's like, all right, well, cool. Now, like if if this throw is a bad throw, like I have the excuse, so I'm just gonna gun it. And when you have like when you play with like no nerves like that, that's when you're actually at your best. Well, Never also, like mentally, an animal.
2: But also, like mentally, right. you're like I'm in the Super Bowl, but then you get hurt, and your body's like, okay, all right, we gotta not die.
3: Right. It's like we're gonna double the adrenaline.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so.
3: So my point is, is everybody should twist their ankle before
2: this. There we go. We should actually injure the players more. We should all this, this focus, this keeping is them healthy. Right yeah, here. this yeah. is anti Uh, But we, I want to button up the Eagles fraud watch thing.
4: God, this <laughs> is so <laughs> ridiculous. Because are
2: they frauds? I know. I'm just saying. But the, the, we talk Stupidest about the offense. Look, it's great. Because there's weird. Because it's like, you know, I think the Eagles is more like Ken Hurts throw. But the defense, it is legit. So, all right. Aside number from Number one
4: the, seed in the NFC. In the number one seed.
2: But aside from all the players calling <laughs> that, like Julian Love. Jordan Love that probably wasn't great, but Giants, defensive back. He went on TV. But Iuke, the Ayuk stuff was really great, though. It was like Ricky Bobby and Talladega. Where he was like, with all due respect, I can't believe the Eagles had the experimental surgery to have their balls removed. And it's like, <laughs> just because you say all due respect doesn't mean you can say. But what Ayuk actually said was the Eagles got their hands full. I don't know fully about that defense. I don't know. They talk about them being good defense. I'm not too sure. I think Kansas City's pass game will expose what we thought we were going to be able to expose before some unfortunate circumstances happened. And then that combined oh with this... Can you
4: imagine if Purdy had just lit up the eagles? I know.
2: because so I think, What
4: kind of hell would we be living in right now?
2: Dude, he's we, a cult. Brock Purdy's a cult leader. We
4: talked to a 49er fan last night. The, the a bar owner. Here. Yeah. Who, or he works at the
3: bar, I guess. Uh, what Like our man, Jesse, who produces our some of our fantasy shows would
2: rather Brock Purdy than Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. He literally on. was like, why do we need Tom? He was like confused. He was like, why would we sign Tom Brady when we have He's Brock Purdy? Like, Brady's like Tom old. Brady
4: isn't a winner anymore. Brock Purdy is he, a winner. He literally Dude. said all we
3: need-
2: Seven games. Brady's like seven
3: Super Bowls. He said, All we need is a quarterback who can just make simple throws. We don't need anything crazy. And I was
2: like, You don't think Tom Brady can make simple throws? You're picking Brock Purdy in (laughs) that situation. Also, it's like, how do you feel about Purdy versus Lance? And he was like, dude, fuck Trey Lance. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this what is going on? Brock Purdy is the Jim Jones. I love this. Yeah. He is. Yeah. It's like, dude, uh, drink the Kool-Aid. Don't let Brock Purdy lead people to another country. Anyway, but. (laughs) What would have happened? But then the Ayuk stuff and the Niners, a bunch of teams basically have been like, yeah, Eagles, like not the good. And then I think about, Con- shout out Connor Allen, who's at four for four football. And he had the stat. The Eagles have played five above average offenses this year. Like literally, if- that alone is kind of crazy. Like five above average offenses like in like 19 games. Yeah. Okay. In those games, the Eagles have averaged, they allow 30 points per game. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> In literally just any time, Ooh. Craig's eyes. It's just like anytime they play an above average offense, they're gonna be up 30 points per game. It's all just right. funny. bet the like, over. It's like, <laughs> yeah.
3: It's just funny. You know, there's there's two weeks of analysis with the Super Bowl. Everybody goes crazy. There's so much like digging into the weeds and uncovering all these stats and whatever. And, Second down run rate. Yes. Yeah. And it's like very fascinating and you can kind of convince yourself one way or another. But I feel like no matter what you do, you actually don't make your bet based on any of that it still just kind of boils down to like like what is your vibe what is this the gut check and you like do all this research and you like the eagles roster is better and their pressure rate <clears throat> and this and that and this and that and then you go yeah but like i'm not gonna not pick my homes right i totally that, agree
4: 100 like reading <laughs> shield, shield wrote an awesome article that was like basically everything you need to know about these two teams and i read it and there was like an, a million incredible facts in there and i'm still just like
2: it doesn't Mahomes. matter. It's so true. It's so true.
4: That's like,
3: fascinating <laughs> to me. That, that is a real thing. That, yeah. Like The smartest people in the world can tell you why the Eagles should be the favorite, why they have a better chance of winning. And yet, most people are just going to pick the Chiefs because it's
4: Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs yeah. are
3: probably going to win because
4: it's Patrick By Mahomes. By the way, the Eagles are favored.
2: They are favored. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like you're just kind of looking for like a reason to, once the outcome happens, to look, look back in retrospect and be like, ah, oh, yes, this is how the universe works in the nice, ordered way. And instead of just being like, actually, the world's random and we have no idea Eagles, why things happen.
3: If the Eagles win, then you can be like, well, of course, we knew all this stuff. Dah, 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 dah. And then if the Chiefs win, you can just be like, well, it's Mahomes.
2: I think, Yeah, well, especially with the Eagles and the schedule of like whether they win or not. But uh, like if they lose, we're just going to be like, well, they never played anyone. But the... <laughs> God, I love that. <laughs> but the Mahomes thing, it is like the ultimate football truisms of like, the Eagles have the better, deeper roster with the pass rush and also like the best offensive line in football and dominate in the trenches. And the Chiefs just have the better quarterback. And it's like in other, like in the league. And the Eagles are the best. It's not even in the game. Best quarterback in the league. By like
4: a lot. By like a lot. Yeah, like I would put him like way in his own tier. Yeah. I had a Purdy. <laughs> Dude, you we, said that with the straightest face I've ever seen in my life.
3: We should yeah. ask that to the guy, the bar owner. Luckily. We
2: should start doing it. We should go to San Francisco next year and just do it. Or the offseason. Just like, all right, so who drew there? Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes? No, I'm going to
3: be like, would you rather kill your wife or Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback? <laughs> Jesus. She's like, kill my wife.
2: They Purdy? <laughs> That's it, it's. I, I, I kind of feel like we would get some people, though. I don't
4: know. I love that his name is Brock Purdy. What a name. Right.
2: <laughs>
3: it's Brock, actually remarkable Brock we have a, a Brock as a quarterback. I guess we had Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Brock. All right. Um, Um, But wait, what were we just talking about? I had a point. Dang. Oh, that's tough. Uh, the best quarterback and how it's just...
2: Well, I was just saying that football truisms of just like best quarterback in the league versus the best offensive line. Usually, you're like one or the other you would take, but this Super Bowl is actually just one versus the other. But like, I just kind of fall back like, yeah, I feel pretty dumb if Moms wins and I didn't pick him.
3: Right. (laughs) Also, I don't know, though, because it's like, you know... It's like the more you think when you really get into it, you're like, oh, there's so many reasons why Philly could win. And then you just kind of take bird's eye. You're like, oh, I think it's going to be Mahomes. But what we saw Mahomes lose the Super Bowl to Tom Brady because the front four dominated. Yes. And the Eagles have the best front four in the league. And so I'm like, oh, like, could we see a scenario in which Mahomes, who can't move, is just getting pressured at an incredible rate, the yeah. entire game, and it's much more low sc- low, low scoring yeah. than we think. And Jalen Hurts isn't exactly doing a lot for the air, and it's kind of like a ground and pound, weird like
2: seventeen to twenty game. And and the flip side, uh, I also think on the Chiefs' defensive line, um, I kind of think that in some ways the entire playoffs, like in terms of the road to the Super Bowl for the AFC, like the Chiefs' path might just be us just completely getting the offensive line and defensive line play wrong completely in a row for three consecutive rounds where it's like the Bengals beat the Bills and um, we basically were like the Bills had no pass rush in Joe Burrow and we were like oh cool Bengals had three offensive linemen out doesn't matter they played great and it's like actually just there was snow and the Bills it really hurt the Bills like pass rush and then the next round the, Chris Jones just absolutely demolished the and We're like, oh, right. They had three offensive linemen <laughs> out, right, yeah. and Hakeem Adeniji, who was like the reason they lost to the Rams, was like their third best offensive lineman in this game. And then now we're back at the Super Bowl, and we're like, oh, the Chiefs defensive line, Eagles offensive line. Like, dude, Chris Jones, as great as he is, and he's getting his flowers, and that's great, never been like some elite run defender. And like, the Eagles are going to wash the Chiefs off the ball. And I'm kind of like the Eagles could run for seven yards a carry in this game. I would be shocked. Like they could totally like, like Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the MVP of this game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> random fucking
2: guy. I'm, just, I'm throwing Boston
3: Scott in my single <laughs> yeah, to lineup.
2: Totally. Right oh my now. god! Well, I joked. I would have won a lot of money if I just skipped with that. of him being like the Giants killer, and I was like, I don't think that's going to keep going. And then he just did. Mm-hmm.
3: Like I, I don't know. I the Eagles for three straight months have like gone up twenty-one zero immediately. And part of me is just worried that, like, what if this game begins and the Eagles just like roll through them in the first
4: half? And I'm like, oh my god, this is such the galaxy brain thing. I love this.
2: I kind of think, it, yeah, it's almost like I want a Costanza. I'm just like it's just gonna be like forty nothing Eagles. <laughs>
4: yeah, they're just gonna continue to fucking dominate everybody like they have done all year. Like, is that what? Well, I guess what's different is it's Mahomes and Reed, but like the the Chiefs. I don't know. They're not. They are the antithesis I think of the Eagles in the sense that they have like four or five elite players and then just a bunch of role players right? it's a young
2: team and that's right. the that's the other weird part about this game is that kind of like on the surface you're like oh my god Andy Reid Mahomes Kelsey has been here dude this is a young defense they have they have so many rookies, they have that, rookies so many rookies, yeah, rookies that they're, that they're depending on yeah like in crucial dude if Legere Sneed uh doesn't play this game like the three rookie cornerbacks in the fucking Super Bowl and it's like it's easy to say you know, do your hashtag like grind set. You know, warrior mindset like you know next play. But it's like these guys are like twenty two years old. You're like, oh my god, just give them an eighty yard touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like, kind of hard to just go onto the next play. You know what I mean? It's like very emotional. Like, I don't know. It's like at the end of the day, you're just kind of relying on dudes to be like, oh yeah, hundred million people are just watching me fuck up.
3: This is like Shields' article. We're gonna do fifty minutes convincing ourselves it should be the Eagles, <laughs> and then I'm
2: gonna pick the Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. Mark. Yeah, oh, I yeah. agree. Uh, <laughs> completely agree. So on that note, if the Chiefs do win the game. Can we like do a quick like legacy check for Mahomes? Uh, what is he? Twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Which that's crazy. Are, we, are you twenty eight or twenty seven? I'm twenty seven. I hate, do you just hate all the people your age who are successful? Because I kind of do. Yeah, absolutely. But athletes,
3: I like. I, I can't. I can't think about them because right. that's kind of like a whole different thing. That's like a, like a physical thing. It's like they're they're gifted in a way that has nothing to do with their age. Well, Baker's
2: our age. I don't think of him. No offense, that way. Baker Mayfield, hey, Baker's I'm more
3: like when when I see like a CEO who's 27, I'm like, oh that that bums me
0: out. Yeah. But an, an athlete until like, they get to 30 under
2: 30 until all those people go to jail, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like,
1: <laughs> Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when your fantasy league meets up at your house.
2: If Patrick Mahomes wins this game, he will be 2 and one in the Super Bowl and he'll have made 5 AFC Championship games. That is Peyton Manning's entire career. That That's is unbelievable wild. That is
3: and so And it's cool. not like the like Peyton's teams were good every year. Right?
4: right. You know what I mean, right. I mean, they were yeah, they were winning like 10 games every year. It felt yeah. like
2: yeah. And like also, if he wins this, 27, Mahomes will have two rings at 27. John Elway didn't get his first ring till he was 37.
4: Yeah, like, Steve Young wasn't even starting until he was, like, 31. 31!
3: <laughs> yeah, like, w- will Will Patrick Mahomes be already considered, like, a top three quarterback of all time Dude, if he wins the Super Bowl? That's right. the
2: thing. It's like, if you look, what, what's the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? And it's like, like Patrick, it's like Brady's obviously number one. It's Montana. And then Joe Montana's two. And if depending on how far back you want to go, like, you know, Johnny Unitas at three. Are we talking
3: like, about accomplishments or, like, raw skill? Well, People will still a Peyton
2: Manning but there. But that's the interesting part. It's like, every time you're like, oh, who's the greatest? It's like... You're, you have to say, like the Manning Brady argument, you're like, oh, well, Brady wins and wins and wins, but Manning's got like the regular season dominance, the MVPs, the statistics. Right. So it, it just comes in a thing of like what matters, like hashtag QB wins versus statistics and achievements. Or and then just, you know, raw talent of like eyeing, you know, watching Aaron Rodgers is kind of more important than his stats. But the thing with me with Mahomes is none of that shit matters because he's top five in all of those things. Yeah, he's just both. Literally, like he will have, he will have like basically the best start to a career ever. Because even though Brady was like got three rings quickly, even Brady would probably admit he was not like the engine of the Chiefs trilogy. He was just kind of like managing like a great defense. And then later he became it. Mahomes is the reason that they've made it this far. And he's young. And like in theory, he's entering his prime now. And all the statistics, all like yards, touchdowns, or EPA per play, or whatever you want. He's like top five through this point of his career. There's era adjusted. But then like eyeball.
4: Yeah, he's he, like the most talented quarterback, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Because Brady, I feel like Brady. He won on guile and like the ability to pick apart a defense and just like will his all the cliches like the Michael Jordan cliches like will his team to victory and blah blah blah.
2: Well, he wasn't that guy but, till but he 2007 wasn't. when they did the shotgun offense and went 18 and 0. Like right. that's the first time it was like oh he's statistically talent wise on par with Peyton. That wasn't really part of it until then.
4: But like I never felt like Brady was the most talented thrower of the football. no. You know what I mean? He's a very it's like disciplined very
2: accurate, but like. like the teaching tape he's like the guy with like the perfect footwork and all that stuff because he had he did wasn't the most talented so he had to maximize everything and it's like uh, Mahomes is like doing all this stuff statistically again it's not crazy to think if he gets even one or two more rings combined with the talent like i always think about the the throw in the super bowl uh two years ago against the bucks when they were down 20 points And he, like, was literally horizontal in the air like Superman. Oh, yeah. And he threw a ball 40 yards on the dot, and it hit, like, I forget who the running back was, in the face. Like, and they dropped it. Spencer Ware, I think. Yeah. In the face. From 40 yards, he was fucking flying. It's also,
3: I feel like it hasn't been discussed a lot that if Tyreek Hill just leaves the Chiefs and he immediately wins the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Right. Pretty fucking bad. It's
2: insane. And, like, the flip side is, like, because I was talking to Bill about this yesterday, because, obviously, I didn't see John Elway play or Marino. And, like, (laughs) (laughs) see. Oh, could you flex please well i'm not talking about it so i you know
3: you're flexing you're flexing all over us right now
2: good name
4: drop
3: yeah we're in, we're in phoenix right now on the 15th floor no big deal should
2: i do that i was talking to steve Spagnola last night about you know what defense he's gonna run and should i do that yeah do it just run through it all just a little eric bnma yeah yeah i was just <laughs> <laughs> like, so eric. Eric. i was at meeting night and eric. i was uh i used to do it when to do a flex on that that i had a funny story but anyway the point was that you like, didn't name you didn't name drop matt nagy Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that was <laughs> off the racket so you know you were supposed to. Oh, sorry. Um, no, not really. It was a press gets. I mean, it night. was fucking media. It's night. like the biggest <laughs> press conference in the world, but <laughs> well, there, there was wasn't like a
5: there. million people yeah. there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, okay. the point was this was a perfect situation for him, which is the difference. Like, like Elway, like didn't go to that great of a place, but it's like Mahomes, like Andy Reid, Tyree Kill Kelsey, just like sitting there. It was like a great spot. But regardless. If he wins, like he's actually an argument to be on the Mount Rushmore, which is crazy. Considering yeah. he can play like 13 more years. Oh, is this okay. his fifth season as a starter? Yes. And five years. And he's been well, to five straight wild. AFC champions. He's literally never not been to one. That's wild. So anyway, thought that was crazy. Um the high end. I don't know how concerned you guys are, but also his receivers, like some cole Hartman's out for this game. Mm-hmm. Juju didn't practice last week. Uh neither did Kadarius Tony, who I think Um, if we're talking about hot tub club and being injured, I think that it's like, he's kind of the hot girl of hot tub club. He just kind of like waltzes right into the front of the line. We saw
3: him at media night. We, DK and I circled the, the, it was at the sun stadium. You could like walk. It was like, everybody was doing all these interviews in the middle of the stadium and you could kind of like walk around and do laps and look at everybody. So there was like 11 of like the feature players get, get booths to talk in and the rest just kind of roam around on the premises and just kind of like run into people, talk to them and Danny and I DK and I looked for Darius <laughs> Tony for literally 90 minutes oh my God. until there was 8 minutes left until the end of the he night. was in the blue tent that's why and we he pops up and we took a picture of him i, I tweeted it and we were like this is just like kadarius tony just show up for only about 8 minutes
4: <laughs> yeah. make a statement and then get out dude the funny part is we found him i saw him and i like looked down to
3: get my phone out cuz i wanted to take a picture of him then he was gone i was <laughs> like fast. he's
4: so fast, he's so fast. He's he's quick fast. He's he changes direction
3: <laughs> he's the fastest kid alive mark fastest <laughs> kid alive kadarius tony will make an impact in this game he's, he
2: said he's playing you
3: you no know he is. You know he's gonna have like a rushing and passing touchdown or something weird like
2: yeah, that. He'll probably like get flagged for running off the sideline to celebrate during a touchdown and like move a kickback back. Maybe like <laughs> I don't miss know. the extra point. Can, so, is there a prop bet for whether he suits up for a game? I don't know if I've ever seen it. Like, I'm betting him to
3: score multiple touchdowns,
2: just to let everybody <laughs> <Do it>. know. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's going to. The best player on the team. Yes. I'm trying to think problems. is there any of all the great and public embarrassments I've suffered on this podcast is there like anything that could be worse for me than Kadarius Tony like getting three touchdowns and winning Super Bowl MVP oh my god <laughs> so like, and make it the game winning cash is there anything that would happen I'm like to hoping me? against all hope that that happens I oh, Jacob just like shows up runs for 200 yards <laughs> in the <Yeah>. game
3: Somehow,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna like break the no rooting the press box rule rooting not against the team but against a specific person <laughs> I know man <laughs> But you bring bring up a good point
3: about the receiving core is like uh, they haven't been strong all season. And now, yeah, they're not going to have McCall Hardman. Juju's beat up. They have MVS who had like this breakout game last week. Mm -hmm. And they have Kadarius Toney. have Sky Moore who hasn't done a lot.
2: Well, they were doubling Kelsey and they were just like, okay cool. We'll give it MVS. But I feel like the Eagles aren't like the Eagles don't really bracket like the way the Giants bracket Jefferson. The Eagles aren't really going to do that to Kelsey. I was like, DK, you heard about Kelsey this week. And I'm like, is he just going to have like another 13 catches like the Jags game? I mean, I would not be surprised.
4: Yeah. Like and the crazy thing is like I I wrote this article about Kelsey this week and it was just talking about how he in in an era where it's like we're living in the golden age of receivers, like every team has like two really exciting receivers and you got all these receivers coming out of college football and Kelsey is like the only tight end in the NFL anymore who has like elite receiving volume and is like actually a really good receiver. Like if you look at and I saw this this is from uh Ian Hart, it's, Uh, his article for PFF was really good. And it was basically like in the last three or four years, I think it was going back to 2018. So last five seasons, there's only three players in the NFL, three receivers in the NFL who have more yards per route run when lined up either in the slot or the outside. So essentially when lined up as a receiver, he's the fourth best among all NFL players in yards per route run. Like he is an elite, elite receiver. Um, And so like we were kind of laughing about you know how the Jags allowed him to have seventeen targets in this game? Like it's insane. maybe fucking guard this well, guy. Well, so they spent well, like, like all their first round game. picks
2: and then signed like the biggest linebacker in free agency. And then they're just like, Yeah, we don't we have any linebackers.
6: No, should, should, we
4: we to should we guard him or I don't know. But like, um, but yeah, I, I think he's gonna be a huge part of this game plan. I mean I, I'm not telling anybody news here. This isn't novel, but like he's so, so freaking good.
2: Without
3: he, looking at nine up, touchdowns in his last eight playoff games.
2: This, without looking it up, what um what would the over-under on his catches in this game have to be for you to take the under? Like, nine or ten? Yeah, I was gonna ten say and a half, nine. maybe? I was going to say
4: nine.
2: I think it's like six and a half. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Should we take the alternate line and just do like over 11? I'm looking at his last three
3: playoffs. Sorry, last three years in the playoffs for, for Travis Kelsey. So it's his last uh, eight games. Here are his catches. Seven, 14, 10, eight, five,
2: 10, 13, eight. <laughs> oh my God,
4: he's he just dominates in the
2: postseason. Phil That's Yates why we get a, this tattooed on ourselves. Field D-
4: Yates had this uh, tweet the other or like a few hours ago. Kelsey's playing seventeen career playoff games, so like one full season. That gives you good context of how many like catches you can have. One hundred and twenty-seven catches, almost fifteen hundred yards, and fifteen touchdowns. Like in he the is playoffs, in the playoffs, he's dominant.
2: How many games is that? Seventeen. 17? So it's like a full season. Seventeen. Oh my God! so it's
3: exactly. He has 127 catches, 1400 yards, and 15 touchdowns. So
2: it'd be like literally one of the best tight end seasons ever, and he just did That's it. That's like against only playoff season. That's like yeah. the
3: best wide receiver. That might be a, the best receive the the best uh, like receiving line in fantasy football this year.
2: Right, and um, it's kind of like he did it against the Eagles schedule, but the opposite because it's only good teams. Correct. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, anyways, he's good. no not to so we're gonna old, do a prop guy. bet episode later this week, and let's just write this up. We should just bet Kelsey over on like every because you can bet so, over under six and a half, but the more higher you go, the higher the line is. And we should just do everything to like 19,
3: yeah. Like, the record. Gonna, yeah, I want to like move the lines to take the over on like 11 and a half catches. Yeah, and we should do that. like plus 570. Did you guys know his brother's playing in this game?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was talking. I was talking to Craig about this last night. If you've seen pictures of uh, Jason, Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey when they were kids, I'm like, they grew up like exactly like you'd expect. Like Jason is kind of like a short, shorter, like a little more like plump kid. And, and they're like, we'll
3: throw him on the offensive line.
4: <laughs> like they looked exactly, exactly the same as you'd expect. You know, it's like if you were doing one of those like artist rendition of a guy like in 20 years, like. They grew up, like, perfectly exactly what you'd expect.
3: Have either of you listened to their podcast? I'm sure it's just going nuts this week. Oh, yeah. This is great for content. It's good for them. Yeah.
2: I mean, no one should listen to it over this podcast, but, you know, it's... Second in the queue. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the Eagles O-line, yeah, Jason Kelsey's gotten enough shine. I do want to... When we're talking about injuries, though, uh, Lane, John, uh, Lane Johnson, the right tackles hurt, and then also Landon Dickerson, the guard. We have to see if he's played, but more importantly, he's the, Apple the Applebee's, Applebee's guy. Yeah. He's the guy who <laughs> got hurt. It's just the elbow bending
5: just the right... Tie game. me up!
3: He's like, please, go. <laughs> Me.
2: Stop. It's like, you know what it's like remember that Austin Powers where they dumped the guy in the lava and then he's like not dead I'm like very badly I'm burned, burned.
3: <laughs> please please help you shot me I'm still very much alive you shot me right in the arm i <laughs> oh, please my arm two for one apps at Applebee's <laughs> eating good in the neighborhood
2: so i also want to shout out everybody so we did that last last couple weeks and i think this is one of the funniest things we had months and all the shout out everyone who emailed us that i thought this was fake at first but applebee's did the same thing when (laughs) cnn was live and russia was invading ukraine in february (laughs) Uh, like a year ago and like it's literally like cnn is the live like air air sirens are going off for like it's like new buffalo sizzlers it's literally like but like the graphic is like russia invading the entire country and it's just like karaoke chicken bites (laughs) new they
4: need to do this they need to stop with the split screen stuff (laughs) it's bad
2: Uh. oh my god i can't wait for like this nuclear holocaust brought to you by any
3: (laughs) tizers (laughs) any
2: okay um also I just want to say Lane Johnson, I was trying to figure out if what like what was up with his adductor. And what I found out instead was he eats fifty, five hundred calories a day. Does he? Good grief. He has the same trainer, like the nutritionist, as um the mountain from Game of Thrones. The guy wow. The guy's like yeah. the strongest guy in the world.
3: I love hearing about athlete nutrition.
2: Dude, he well, he was saying you have to it's it's like difficult to eat. So they have to all the food he has to eat is geared around like surface area and also like food that tricks your body to not feeling full. Like what do you mean? Surface like area? it's filling your stomach. Like your steak has literally, yeah. It's like steak is just like harder to chew because actually eating fifty five hundred calories a day of good food is difficult. Right, like if food that's good for you. Chicken and rice
3: and stuff. It takes forever. You, you could like kill a couple milkshakes in a couple <laughs> Carl's Junior double baconators or whatever the fuck they have to, That's Wendy's, dude. And you well, could whopper, do a yeah, but Whopper. Yeah, a Whopper. Whopper. Like
4: how bad it is coming out though
3: that's yeah, well, yeah that's what i'm saying not important. all calories are created equal there no you got to think about like your that's why i'm saying he's probably eating function. like yeah. rice and chicken and yeah fish and they have and to steak. pour
2: enough bone broth into it so that he can drink it it's fucked up so wait, what was the point nothing i just thought that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. giant in the <laughs> that's, that's it it's okay. like crazy so we're betting are. the over I, okay <laughs> uh oh my god okay um i would like to get to the most important part of this conversation though, about the game and mm-hmm. like i've really been diving into like the x's and o's and you know the analytics and i i just really starting to think that rihanna is going to start this the halftime show with this is what you came for oh because it's like <laughs> but i'm curious Broadway what you guys season. think um i'm curious how you guys first of all, i kind of think this is going to be like the best halftime show ever it's gonna be awesome and i'm curious what you guys think the song she's going to do
3: okay is. you big bad girl reread guy
2: i mean yes i don't snm i i listen to a lot of
4: her stuff uh, because my girlfriend does, and I like it a lot. I oh, don't wow. know the names of the songs off That's the fine. top of my head, um, except you know all the S and M songs, which I'm sure. Sure. You- well, so whatever you when we when they did the teaser that it was going to be Rihanna. Yeah. Do you remember this? And it was like a commercial, and one of the, the the song that was on that commercial. Oh. Was like one of her newer
2: albums. Okay. From like. I don't know, 2017
3: or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, like she, that. she hasn't had an album in a long time. Can we
2: also talk about how Rihanna is like the, I think there's all these stats about her, but at like 10,000 feet, she's like the second highest selling female solo artist ever. And she's has not put an album out in, since she was 27. Yeah, she's,
3: 2016 was her last album, which is wow. seven
2: or six years ago. And she's like number one. It's number one in like singles and all this stuff. It's crazy. Who
3: do you think she's going to bring out? ASAP Rocky is her baby daddy. Uh, I don't know if they're married, but they have a child together. Mm. They're with child. Uh, Drake,
2: she does a lot of stuff with Drake. I don't think. No, I. uh, Well, I'm uh, I'm torn. So here's it. What are the locks? Jay Z run this town. So Jay Z, what can they do? Well, no, I think Jay Z. Well, Umbrella. I think Umbrella is the lock.
3: That would be a fun one.
2: And Jay Z's on Umbrella. Also, Jay Z runs the halftime show. Jay Z's on Umbrella. Yeah.
3: Oh, I didn't think I knew that. I thought I I knew he's on Run This Town. I didn't know he's on Umbrella. Yeah. He's a verse in Umbrella
2: i'm pretty sure well i know that he was associated crazy with it somehow interesting yeah it's featuring jay-z oh. so here's the thing it's like so i think um i um, i think umbrella's a lock my brother thinks diamonds is a lock which i think makes sense like shine bright like a diamond's the yeah. fucking super bowl and like all the the photos and i also think uh, loki i kind of think only girl in the world is like actually one of the best songs she can do because it's like that core everything about the song like it soars it like i'm not going to sing rihanna because i'm tone deaf but
3: but you really think that they're factoring in like the the meta relationship between the song and the event? Like every song needs to like, no. well, only girl because she's the only girl on the stage. And she's no, it's just do, a great song. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, like, Disturbia this, is she's a better play. The song. hits. She's gonna play the hits. She's this definitely is gonna, what gonna play. We found do. love. But what do you think
2: she's start? Well, I, I agree. But so here, Calvin, <sighs> I can see Calvin Harris coming out for that. What do you? He's a DJ.
3: Yeah,
2: he's gonna be. come out and do what? He's gonna fucking like hit the, some buttons yeah that's what they do at fucking concerts people go see djs and they're there you know that right (laughs) yeah but there's more drugs involved like that's it's a (laughs) halftime show it's if you can't dance why are you coming calvin harris like leads coachella like every other year he just stands there it's like please he's got 13 (laughs) minutes you're gonna bring out like spend please well,
3: it doesn't. The time doesn't make a difference. I swear to God,
4: you could argue about fucking any. Cal- I think
3: this is about? like a very. I, I Wait, actually what do thirteen minutes me- have to do with it? If they're gonna play the song, what does it matter if he's why there? Why would or not?
2: Calvin Harris come out instead of like all the other people? No one knows Calvin Harris's face. It's like why wouldn't you bring on Jay Z or like you know she got songs to Beyonce, Dre, everyone you just mentioned. Like she has all these songs. People, Calvin Harris I think I think is the least recognizable. i she plays We Found
3: Love, and you're saying you don't think so because Calvin Harris is in. The no, song. but she,
2: he doesn't have to come on. It's just like if she does Umbrella, you just can cut the Jay Z verse out.
3: Anyway.
4: Uh the song I was going to bring up that that was on her like teaser for the Super Bowl was needed me you I am not even going to try and get it <laughs> I don't know that song do it no what do
2: you, here, so how does it. it go how does it go Here hold on DK's Wait. playing it on his laptop Oh this is the Bill Simmons special What about Pond to replay throwback No well are we talking about the first song or just something she's going to play I don't know you brought this up <laughs> I think Oh yes of course DK's I th- vibing to
4: this right Anyway here. that's a good song
2: my girlfriend flex is confident and she's talked just me into
4: preempting us now. You can't say this flex, is fucking only we can say
3: flex.
2: <laughs> well, I was trying to like you have to earnestly talk about your girlfriend and then we say flex. Oh no, I pulled up the music video where like it's not the intro because the whole All right, but anyway, I kind of feel like she, this is the sickest song. Great song. You could start with cuz like that, that's kind of a sick way to open, but not the whole song, just like the first 40 seconds. And I think you do like the first 30 seconds. So like she rises out of the stage or drops in the sky. This week came for lightning. Like, you know, and then it also says like, and then she goes into like a different song though.
4: Wait, I didn't realize we were going to break down this to this degree. So I'm excited about this though.
2: SOS,
3: another banger. She made so many bangers back in the early 2010s, late aughts. It's like pretty
2: difficult to make your top five Rihanna songs.
3: Disturbia is my favorite. Oh, don't stop the music! I know. Oh, There's wow. a lot, like like Ooh, what she has how to. How do you even that? pick? How do you Dude, whittle it down? What she has to God, leave on the, the cutting room floor right. is tough.
4: She's just gonna do a, like a mashup of all her best hits at the like final minute.
3: Well, DJ, just, like, get them all in there. Yeah. Ponder replay. That's a oh my God. early cut. I'll be into that.
2: Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of earworms, <laughs> all right, we're gonna now go. To the only people with hopefully she
3: sings the Whopper song. That I was going to say cool. the
2: only people with actual catchier music than Rihanna are the people coming on our podcast next. Wait, so, wait,
3: wait! Before we do this, we have to give our picks. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Well,
2: I don't know. It's just Mahomes, probably.
3: Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs because Mahomes. I'm also picking the Chiefs.
2: <laughs> okay. Good. Is this like should we just Costanza and bet on the Eagles like minus 19 points? Yeah, maybe like we
3: ten do to one. Maybe I hedge. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Chiefs probably straight up because like I'm getting plus money on Patrick Mahomes, It still feels nuts. And then I'll yeah, I'll just like take some altered Eagles line where they like are favored by 13 and a half.
2: And, and that way we can lose both.
3: I'll lose both. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the bizarro middle.
2: Okay. <laughs> we, we need that word. Like middle when you win both. It's like what is the word when you lose fuck up your edge? Yes. What is the opposite of the middle? Yeah, the outside. God, I don't know. What are we talking? <laughs> about? Whopper, whopper. Okay, let's get to the whopper, guys.
4: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there
2: was a kid's session with exercise
4: all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices ratings
2: and amenities side by side so start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the hotels.com app okay uh we now have a very special segment we are joined by the two guys who wrote the whopper whopper burger king commercial <laughs> um, A.K.A. I would say maybe the two greatest cult leaders of the 21st century. <laughs> so, but before we can actually get into that, we actually just have to start with just discussing your names. So, we're joined by Ben. Ben, I have no idea how to pronounce your last name. I actually kind of want to guess. Ben, yeah, I
3: want web- to guess. Can yeah. I guess? Go ahead. Futs and Reuter. You're pretty close.
5: Yeah, I kind of don't want to say it. I don't want anyone to email me. Um, Reuter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fits and writer. I mean you can say it however you want I always joke about it. it's just my last name is uh, choose your own adventure it's all good <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so we're joined here by Ben whose last name I already don't want to try to pronounce again because I'll get it wrong and then we're joined by Michael Craighead your last name is Craighead <laughs> Craig- <laughs> my name is Craig and your last name is Craighead and that's what they call my fans
2: Craigheads so Craighead <laughs> so you guys wrote the Whopper commercial Uh so on all seriousness you know congratulations to you guys this is probably one of the best advertising campaigns in years like congratulations to you guys to burger king (laughs) having said that there's a very very small part of me that would like both of you to go to jail like forever (laughs) and so my question my first question here why should both of you not be in prison (laughs) um i
6: I don't know that i shouldn't be (laughs)
5: I think, you know, like most of the advertising that you see out in the world, you know, is like, I feel like especially with football, they try to like write a commercial that's very aware of the context you're in. So it's like, Hey, football fans, like, and I think for us, we're just like, yeah, man, it's an ad for hamburgers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Probably just talk about those. Mostly we'll focus on that part. And and I think like, it's funny seeing like most people, you know, seem to react pretty strongly to the idea of us just screaming Whopper over and over again. So that's cool. I mean, I, you know, again, like you can decide how you feel about it. We're having a pretty good time. (laughs)
3: Yeah. I wanted to ask, do you, so it's obviously incredibly popular and it gets stuck in everyone's head as an earworm. Do you like, like, was your goal for it to be received in a positive way where people love the song or did you kind of want it to be like an insidious thing that you can't get out of your head? Do you like that people are kind of like, God, I can't get this fucking song out of my head.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I would say I love it, man. I think, you know, uh, when we created this and, you know, I got to shout out Chris Powell. Um, you know, when we created this thing, we just wanted people to receive it. You know what I mean? As far as like how that was up in the air. I mean, I felt like we definitely had this thought of like, you know what, this is going to do something. But as far as like, I think the response and like, you know, just how people have been memeing And I don't think we could have necessarily predicted that, but we knew That we were on to something that people like it wouldn't it wouldn't be able to get out of your head so you know good bad and different whatever is there sorry guys (laughs) i have a
4: question about when you wrote the actual song is four the magic number did you test out like five whoppers like adding an extra whopper did you do focus groups and stuff where like four was the magic number that's gonna get stuck immediately oh absolutely
5: (laughs) We have a we had a new commercial drop uh, this week that just says burger and cheese over and over again. <laughs> so, uh, so
2: repetition is the key, I guess. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I saw Ben. I saw on your website. I don't know if both of you did. You also did the liberty, 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 liberty commercial, and it's like, is that just your thing? You're so like, hey guys, we need a commercial, and you're like, what if we just say it four <laughs> four times? Four
5: times? <laughs> well, so, all right, so 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 real talk. Um, to answer that question, so my partner Matt and I joined. Uh, the agency that we work at now, um, and this campaign was was in progress. So the guy you're talking to here, Craighead, um, he and his partner, Chris, who he mentioned were the guys who really drove a lot of this stuff. So it was, it was sort of like uh, a happy coincidence that our love of obnoxious repetition just <laughs> linked up. So it was like totally uninterrelated. Un- that was work had done in another agency for another client. It was just like wow. a funny random thing but i mean listen you know repetition is like we try to make work that like people want to have a reaction to like it's better to have a reaction than something else so like you know repetition makes it easy to develop an opinion about whether or not you find it intrusive or funny or whatever you know
6: i mean we definitely thought it would be funny like you know if people are just going about their day and then just decide to start singing about burgers you know (laughs)
3: Oh, and we have. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Very successful, yeah.
3: There were
2: entire <laughs> variants of coronavirus that were not as infectious as this freaking thing. <laughs> this is like past...
4: It was time. like a yeah.
5: special a special experience. Like, So I'm a Vikings fan. We joke a lot about how uh, between the four of us, Matt McNulty, me, Ben, Craighead, and Chris, we all like all the teams in the NFC North. And, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's just hilarious. So it's like, I'm a Vikings fan. I'm from Minnesota originally. And, and there's just like a special coming together of so many parts of my life to watch like Kirk Cousins check down with the entire season on the line. <laughs> and then just blast over to watching a commercial we made. That's the thing is like, we're victim to it, too. So like, we have fun with it. Like, I understand that people are like, oh, this thing's inescapable. But it's like, yeah, we watch it. We all watch football, too. Like, we think it's hilarious to have no control over what happens in a game and then have, like, no control over what you then see immediately cutting away from it. So...
2: <laughs> so you're like the Robert <laughs> Oppenheimer of, like, commercials. You're just like, oh, my God, what have I unleashed in the world? <laughs>
4: <laughs> this thing could destroy the world and we don't know it. I have a question about generally just advertising. Do you guys have... is there a Is there a, you know, like, Mount Rushmore of jingles? Like, where do you get where do you guys get your inspiration is there like every every ad agency or whatever has their favorite jingles what would you say is like the most amazing favorite inspirational jingles out there
5: there are so many like it's like i think like the folgers one's classic the mentos one is classic oh mentos that's a great one yeah yeah Cause I
6: had like the do, 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 Oh my God. Like a good neighbor state, you know, like a good neighbor, you know, that's all the insurance companies night, nationwide.
2: Yeah. Is it, they all have uh, little jingles. Do you guys like actually have to study and could you explain why these things stick in our heads or is it just like, we don't know, but we just do it because that's fine. But I'm curious if you actually, do you know why
6: it sticks with us? Well, I think Ben Moonlights as a psychiatrist. So maybe he might
5: know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, it's like really <laughs> funny because I, I can give you a technical answer if you want. Yeah, you yeah, know I, give I, you? yeah. Please. But in terms of like something being an earworm, you know, like I, I think that repetitive structures are more memorable, generally speaking, because they're simpler and easier to remember. But like it, within advertising, like a thing that you try to do is create a, a thing called a fluency device that, like, it's like a mascot, a jingle, these things. Like they they help people remember things better. So that's why you you might go that route. I think for us, like we wanted to make really memorable advertising, but there was also this design of like wanting to make really contemporary advertising. Cause right. Like when we joke about like a lot of these jingles, they're all old. Like, I don't think that jingles are really like a thing that a lot of people use anymore. So we were trying to figure out, and I think Chris and Craig did such a good job of like, how do we make something that feels like pretty new? And I think this campaign, like the part of it that feels new is what everybody else does. Like we, we love making ads and stuff, but what people make with it is so much funnier than what we do. So that's, I think that also helps you remember it is because everybody iterates on it and just makes crazier and crazier stuff. And now we hop online every day and just see like the wildest memes for it ever.
2: <laughs> or you see the and Whopper EDM yeah. remixes.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 all that. Right. It's crazy.
2: So was it,
3: was it Burger King who said, Hey, we want you guys to make a jingle for us. Or was it your idea to say, what if we turned an ad for you guys into a jingle?
6: Yeah, no. So like, I mean, when we were pitching this business, I mean, you know, like the, the the typical or maybe not so typical pitch process is like, you know, a bunch of creators were all coming up with like what we feel are like big ideas, you know, to answer this ask. Right. And so, uh, you know, during that process, literally like, you know, Chris came to me is like, man, what if people were singing about burgers? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this thing of like, dude, that's, that's actually that's insane. And like we went and like wrote these things. And then we, the first time we presented it, like I was like, man, we're, they're going to look at us like we're really smart or we're going to be looking for new jobs. Yeah, so.
2: It's like, we were talking, it's like the George and Jerry going in Seinfeld and pitch the show. And they're like, it's a show about nothing. And they're like, and no, no, like, no, it's about something. No,
6: exactly. Nothing. And I mean, we got surprisingly great reactions, which I think helped like galvanize the entire agency around this thing, you know, to be like, man, Oh, this could be something let's actually push it and so i think from that point it was like you know definitely all hands on deck everybody buying in you know to the system of like this. this shit could be something
3: i gotta ask did you guys sing the song in your pitch
5: oh man so yeah we sing it constantly like yeah. I, we go there like earlier today we sang it like every time we write a commercial we go sing it to them so like we sat on a call earlier today and like the entire room is like being like like happy k have it your way like
6: probably saying these things hundreds of thousands of times probably
5: how long how long
3: is the full song how how many like how long is it actually like a minute
5: the whopper whopper jingle there's a 30 and there's a 15 yeah so 30 seconds and 15 seconds could we do
2: like a release the snyder cut for like this three minute unedited whopper
5: (laughs) song (laughs) Listen, if you understood that if the movie studios let us make the work we wanted to make, it'd be so much different. Uh, totally. I, There's yeah.
4: budgets and yeah, it's, it's all, the it's whole thing. Yeah.
3: I also want to know, cause the, the singer, the person singing the jingle kind of sounds like an everyday guy, right? It's not, the nationwide mm. singer is like a beautiful voice and this person just kind of has like a more everyday sound. Was that like a conversation you guys had, whether it should be a really good singer or kind of more of the everyday singer?
5: I think we did a really big search. We we listened to a lot of people and and we love the gentleman that sings the the work now because he does feel like it's not I mean, you know, I think we try to always remember, you know, with the campaign, the campaign's called You Rule. And it's just about the fact that, like, man, no matter what happens in your life, if your team loses or if, you know, whatever, like you can still go to Burger King and have it your way. So we wanted to find <laughs> and always do work with people that just feels like normal stuff, you know, like just regular everyday folks. Yeah, I
2: freaking love that. You mentioned for the jingles the importance of repetition. I don't know if you guys noticed. Either you did notice, you were very polite about it. So we're all on Zoom right now. And Craig DK and I were in Phoenix in the Super Bowl. We're in the same hotel. We're in the same in hotel. We're in different rooms. Well, all yeah. our backgrounds are the same. We have the same yeah. weird <laughs> photo behind <laughs> all of us. I don't, I don't know, know why they're in I, tra- I just only realized this. Yeah. But yeah. Different rooms, but it looks the exact same. Yeah. yeah. So we got the repetition part. And we were wondering it's um, a little bit of a faux pas for me to like, ask you to do your thing. I feel like you're not allowed to do that. However, hypothetically, would you guys come up with a jingle for the Ringer Fantasy Football show? Like could you <laughs> like could you get a jingle going for us? Is that something we could get in the cards? Fantasy, 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 fantasy. There we go.
5: That's the wrong jingle. Um, it'd have to be like, ringer, 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 and then you'd go from there. But, I mean, yeah. listen, I can... I like. So, uh, Craig, what's your freelance rate right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. <laughs> well, can
2: we nice. pay you in fantasy advice? It's like, just draft Kyle Pitts and...
6: You know, I, I retired out of my fantasy league once I won the Super Bowl, my fantasy league. And that was like... Oh wow! Just so on I, went on top, I went out on top, Manny. I went out on top,
3: and now you're going out on top. You should retire from ads because you you <laughs> right. won the Super Bowl <laughs> with this ad.
4: Are we getting oh a Super Bowl
5: God. ad? Do you know?
3: Oh, Can yeah, you well, say? I, you probably can't say that.
5: Mm. I can't give you any comment about that. Mm. I I think you know what I do believe is that what people do on the internet right now is better than anything any advertiser could ever make. So that's the stuff I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Ben and Craig, thank you. Sorry, I took you on your crackhead. I just want to. Ben and and Mike. That's cool, man. Thank you guys so much for coming on Vegas Sports about this. I appreciate it. And I have to tell you both, sometimes I say this in my head and I love it. Sometimes I say it out loud. I get mad. I think that I will always be overjoyed now knowing that the Giants made Kirk Cousins check down to end their season and went into commercial (laughs) and that now it came back on you. So that will always bring me joy. And I guess that's the, what is it called?
5: The fluency? Device, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that's yeah. the fluency
2: device for the Vikings.
5: It is nice to have my creative work, our creative work, be a part of so many great Vikings memories. So,
2: yeah.
6: right.
5: Wo-
2: woven into the fabric of the history of the universe. Thank you, Ben and Mike. Thank you so much. We appreciate it.
6: Uh, yeah. Thanks so much. At the end of the day, man, Danny, you rule, man. Just remember that. <laughs> <That's>,
0: ah. <laughs>
2: Alright, that's all we got. We have two more episodes coming to you this week. We got including a prop bet extravaganza with Ben Salk on the Draft Show. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you to Ben and Mike for coming on the show. Thank you, Rihanna, in advance. Thank you, Lorne. Lord.
4: Thank you, Jay-Z.
2: Okay. you, you really have, thought you were going to do Cube? Rihanna. Okay, like
4: Ice Cube. I feel like you've said Jay-Z. Before. I think I've said Ice Cube also. I think
2: you said Jay-Z three times. Well,
4: I didn't. I'm not. I'm saving Rihanna, so stop asking me to say it. Oh, I'm not saying it until the Super Bowl.
3: Oh, that's a. That's oh, actually a good. We are yeah. recording
4: Super Bowl evening. Quick Super question, Bowl question Eve. for you both.
3: You guys have been to the Super Bowl before. I have not. Is is it? Do you think it's more fun to be there during the halftime show, or is it just better at home?
2: Well, oh, be there. You.
3: Yeah. yeah. So DK it feels like you're uh, so far away, you can barely even like. No, hear it.
2: Well, I went. I went to Los Angeles for last year, and I was told that there was so there was audio in the press box. I was told that's not always the case. Yeah. I,
4: when I went in Atlanta, um, who, who played in that? I forget who played
2: in that one. Can you tell us the teams in the game? It was the
4: Patriots versus the Rams. Rams Ooh, it was that low scoring game. Atlanta
2: was it
3: like Lady Gaga, Katy Perry? I think they mm, did some recently.
4: That might have been it. I'm looking it up. Anyway, well, the point the reason I can't remember is because you can't hear shit from the press box. Like you literally couldn't hear. You could see a bunch of like fireworks and stuff in the crowd, like all going crazy. Uh-huh. But oh, that was Maroon Five okay maroon 5 um
6: wolf i don't even but, oh i don't remember then I,
4: we also went we were there in miami and that was j-lo
3: it was j-lo j-lo and, brought out Bad Bunny, and, and right? that was
4: really cool like because they had like obviously you know because we were in the, what's called the auxiliary box so we were like literally in the stands. And you could hear, like you could- the base. Like, I don't know, just being in the stadium, am like you can feel the bass. Mm-hmm. It's way better than being there and watching it, or sorry, than watching it on TV. Like the fact that you can like feel the music and you can feel the energy and the in the crowd like rise. Yeah, like, that uh, was the cool part. You know it, I mean? was, like, the cool
2: it was the cool part was Los Angeles, like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg coming know, out, it, and like even so if the cool. crowd's not from LA, Like it was still pretty sick to see them come out into Los Angeles, like that, that was, was also awesome. the nostalgia tour of like my high school days like all those guys like well no that's in. not what happened what happened 50%. is like they used to have all these old bands for old people and now, <laughs> now they just old. have cool people for us because <laughs> we're not old now like that definitely is not what happened
3: <laughs> yeah there's no more like bruce springsteen's anymore coming out
2: yeah <laughs> well no well I, last year it was that was the joke because steve dog and dre are like they 16.
4: technically are oldies now
2: but rihanna's like 34
3: is
4: so young. Yeah, she's...
2: Well, because, like, that
3: album, when she, like, punned a replay, she's she was, like, 17. She's, like, the Mbappe of, like, musicians. Yeah. She also needs to come out with an album. It, it like... I don't know what's... I, I assume that one would be coming out right around the Super Bowl either the week yeah, or the before. Yeah, you think.
2: It's insane. Well, her make... Did, well, she just built a makeup... Well, didn't she get, like, basically her money stolen and now she just... She was like, I'm just gonna build a billion-dollar makeup business. Yeah, but, like
3: release new music if you're hosting the Super Bowl and you haven't had music in
2: the Well, she did. Minutes. She had the song at the end of Black Panther 2. She did,
3: but like that's one song.
2: She's- <laughs> well, I imagine there's one more coming, or a whole album hopefully, coming.
3: Hopefully, there's a whole album coming. I thought she was going to headline Coachella. I thought it all was making sense, but
2: she's not. Well, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you guys
3: want to keep arguing about anything?
4: I
2: don't even think of that <laughs> as an argument. <laughs>
3: Were we arguing? Not. I don't think right there we were arguing.
2: Craig and I with the older brothers are like, I, we're just like, it doesn't even register on my Geyser counter of an argument. DK is like, you oh you my God, Geiger, the room's shaking. Did you say Geyser
4: counter? What Geiger. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> Geiger? <laughs> 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 Seriously?
6: <laughs> oh my God. Half
2: hazard. <laughs> that one I stand by it's like are you you don't say I'm looking at a graph there's a pH. P you're looking at a graph
3: there's a pH in it oh
2: there's a God. yeah P-H graph yeah but if you start half to, hazard graph you start getting into the weeds of the English language we're screwed what is the other situation where P and an H are next to each other and it's Puh
3: no I know but like every other situation it's a Fuh but like there's so many rules like the plural of moose is moose, and the plural of goose is geese. Like you,
2: you but that's not the same thing. I'm saying, game. what is the other situation think, where the p and the h and are next to each other? There are a
4: lot of there are a lot of pronunciations, but what's words yeah. that are very nonsensical? But there's I didn't like know the ex- thousands of them.
2: oh. So why is it so funny then? Dk, Ooh, I mean something. Sorry, I got the one exception wrong. You've never heard anyone say haphazard. Not out loud, clearly, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and if I did, I would have thought, wow, what an idiot! They pronounce it haphazard. <laughs>
4: Anyway, uh, I don't know. Geiger, Geiger, email us. It's Geiger. Please, Geiger. For the love of
3: God, email us if whatever pH bullshit he was talking about. If you have an example of that, email yeah, it. Email
2: your Football gmail Duck. Is it really Geiger counter?
3: Yeah, I th- I, I think so. I, am I wrong?
4: Geiger. I mean, I've never heard anyone say Geiger counter. Shit. Why
2: <laughs> do I don't have so many of these? am I just what, dumb?
3: What, where did you hear all these words originally?
2: I think I just what's that Family Guy joke? Oh, I've only seen it written, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, goodbye everyone.
0: This episode is brought to you by hotels.com.